0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 201, episode two of Your Daily's Heike, the production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Uh, it is Wednesday, September eighth, twenty twenty-one. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Do you have the time to change your paradigm to listen to our takes that are left of center? I am one of those hopped up on Mountain Dew. My white thighs will be shown, no doubt about it. Sometimes I give miles the creeps, popping up without wow. warning. It all keeps adding up. This cold gas must be stopped. Am I just paranoid, or am I Jack? Uh, that is courtesy of Concerned Citizen. Another AKA that assumes that the coal gas study is me just wanting coal gas to be stopped instead of <laughs> a, a, a historical study of what happened when coal gas was taken away uh, that reveals interesting things about why people commit suicide. But hey, A for effort. And I am thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host... Mr. Miles Gray.
1: Fuck, oh, man. These, these nuts don't even go.
0: Ooh, baby, I like them raw.
1: Ooh, baby, I don't like them raw. Ooh, baby, I don't like them raw. Yeah, baby, I don't like them raw. Gimme, give gimme give almonds, gimme pecans, gimme yay. Gimme some peanuts, but here's what I say. Cast off that natural charge, barn voyage. I like my nuts like my weed roasted squad. Okay, that's from Andrew. Bub, you guy, you know what's going on. You heard about the the, the argument we had about raw nuts? They got to be roasted because Come anything on. else just tastes like a bunch of goo and oh, nonsense. nonsense. So, yeah, we're team roasted over here. I, although I wasn't saying give me yay, like give me cocaine, but I think he's right. just making it rhyme because it sounds Coconut. a little bit weird when you're like, give me almonds, give me pecans, give me yay. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. whoa. Easy, easy. <laughs> not that kind of party. So, yeah, shout out to you. Love evoking the dirtiest of them all because he, he knows who tangles
0: with yeah, yeah. children. Absolutely. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a brilliant poet, political activist, academic, MC, podcast host. Of the must listen,
1: graffiti artist, uh,
0: hood politics, graffiti artist. Hey, let's go. And fight, the, host fight, of the must listen, hood politics with prop on Cool Zone Media. Please welcome the brilliant and talented propaganda. Hey.
2: What's up, West? West, glad to be in the zeitgeisty. You feel me? There you know what I'm saying? Amen. Those were two of the dopest songs, y'all. I, I'm going <laughs> on record saying those were the two of the best. <laughs> Yeah, you know cars. we, my we save time. our
0: best for uh, when we have a, a musician on to yes. show them what's right. what. I will you know? say
2: I've also, I've always wondered why that. What's that accent? The the early oh in one of yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, and I'm yeah. like
2: you're like mimicking a British, right? Like it's that's yeah. what it sounds like. It's like you're pretending to be British, and I'm like blink y'all from San Diego. Like you <laughs> think I don't know? That's not y'all's. You yeah. know what I'm saying. To know yeah. that, yeah,
1: I mean, the emo voice was just really bad English accents that dudes were trying yes! to do over here. They're that's like, what I emo don't voice was. Really know. and you're like, yeah, you, is that
2: British? Right. Good but day,
1: like, mate. You're like, that's <laughs> I don't know what's
2: going on. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why right. are you doing a fake <laughs> British accent? It's Khaled's uh, Jamaican accent, where
1: I'm like... Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Why are you <laughs> see, doing this, bro? Yo, did you see
1: the Andrew from uh, All Gas, No Breaks, Are Now Channel 5 News? He made a documentary with Chet Hanks. No. Oh, really? <laughs> he he dropped a... Te- it's only on his Patreon right now, but he dropped a teaser on the YouTube, and the video is so fucking wild, because Chet Hanks is just going off in, with that patois, you know, he's talking like he's from the yes. islands. And yes. there's just a genius back and forth in it, where... I just, I just want to tell, just check it out because it's, yes, this, there's, it's a very clever interview that I think he was doing. Okay.
2: I can't wait. His Patois is pretty, his Patois is pretty, uh, (laughs) pretty flawless. Like, I'm not (laughs) going to lie. like (laughs) That's all he says. (laughs) Wait a minute. And that's
1: his, Yeah. yeah, that's his cultural appropriation defense. He's like, then how come every fucking Jamaican is hitting me up saying respect general. You know they know, <laughs> know I'm with you. you. Selector. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, oh no my respect.
2: god. chat. out. Airman out, Chet. out. They, they don't know. They I'm don't like, know."
1: Yeah, so They
2: don't know.
0: He goes god. off on
1: this thing and then it's anyway, it's chaos. Yeah. It's yeah, I'll I'll, I'll we'll yeah. have to link to that in the footnotes cuz this clip is something. Footnotes. Else. Yeah, footnotes. Oh
0: man, I'm ready for it. That's that yeah. sounds amazing. All right, Prop, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Yes. Uh, First, a couple of things we're talking about today. Uh, We're talking about how people are pushing back against the uh, Texas ban in their own ways. We are going to talk about how, as the U.S. cuts unemployment benefits, more rational countries are actually looking into four-day work weeks around the country and finding out that they work really well. We are going to check in on the sperm of the unvaccinated we we've just you never know got to we we always have to take that temp check. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about how uh, <laughs> it was gross. We're going to talk about how tent cities are rising up while homelessness and the unhoused population actually goes down in, in numbers and why that is. And, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Andre 3000, all of that, plenty more. But first prop. We like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history?
2: Yeah, my last search history was a uh, medicine wheel totem. Mm, So I turned out I sat on the grandmother moon rock. So long story short, I spent the last four days at this um, therapy counseling, like youth camp type situation where you Mm -hmm. like go and down the woods and it's just this like whole oh, processing your inner child all the shit that you you know that black people never do that you should do right mm-hmm. so i went to go do it they had a medicine wheel you know this rock thing they had like the labyrinth but in a in a weird twist of dissonance it it was in nashville but on fucking plantation i was oh, like this, oh this is a plantation i don't know how in the hell y'all want me to be open and vulnerable at a motherfucking plantation Yo, know say, wow. but I got over it, you know. <laughs> and anyway, it took a while, but I got over it. But uh, right. so the last thing they had was this medicine wheel, and I was looking up what the grandmother moon totem meant. And what does it mean? Do you know? Yeah, apparently it's like the spirit that guides the um, cycles of life, and mostly as it's tied to the cycles of the feminine energy, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. feminine life cycles menstruations how that's tied to the tides and the seasons so it's supposed to be the guidance for the female soul i ended up sitting on it which is cool because i mean i'm a girl dad it's only women in my house right so i'm like and then and it was basically saying like you should open yourself up to the sacred feminine and the feminine side in you and that like see how cycles can process and cleansing of life death yada yada so saying like You need to open up your feminine side. And I'm like, that's the only side in my house. I ain't got no option but to open up to the feminine side. They're like, well, how
1: come you're not wearing sandals, prop? Basically. (laughs) If you open to the feminine side, as Jizza said in Liquid Swords, (laughs) because it's feminine like sandals. (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: He was, <laughs> just got some questionable lies. Cause I was like, I don't know what the hell this means. But
1: um, <laughs> I think I'm bringing it up like once a week now. Because this is my favorite. Gotta sh- remind him. Never, It'll never shake it. And that's a minimum of feminine like sandals. <laughs>
2: yes. I was like, I remember immediately, just every once in a while, where you just say like, what's wrong with sandals, man? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right.
0: That's all We had a problem, you know? that was
2: What's wrong with sandals? I was like, you haven't been to the beach? You don't wear sandals at the beach. What's wrong with you, only, brother? Like, Tim's
1: only at the beach. Tim's only. <laughs> Hell New York. Hell in New
2: York.
1: Yeah, New yeah York. or, like, yeah, or you want a Wallabies. Tim's. Wallabies or fucking, you got to wear Clark Wallabies or fucking Tim's to the beach. <laughs> nothing Tim's else.
2: to the beach, just fully dressed in a hoodie in the ocean. Like, come right. on, fam. It's not <laughs> even
0: <laughs> functional. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't think WooWare had much uh beach beach attire. If I There's no I board correctly. shorts for WooWare. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just Should've gigantic been. hockey jerseys,
2: which I had two of. <laughs> so yeah, that's my last search engine.
0: Nice. What is uh what's something you think is overrated?
2: Don't duh Okay.
0: Mm. Yes. Just yeah.
2: overrated so the album. I tried. No, I, I tried, tried, man. It's like you it, there's like a cruising altitude that you should expect from somebody who's made that many records. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's of course it's going to be this good. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Of right. course it's going to be hits. Of course it's going to be sonically amazing. You're going to give us bars. There's going to be something super catchy. Of course you're going to have some cool features. Of course you are, mm-hmm. right? But like, that's just man. You know, don't God don't sell me a lobster when you when you know it's a cod. Like, it's just <laughs> like you know this is. It's a good cod, but like yeah, sure. just yeah. and then that my oh you saw that Michael Ravenport uh that video where he was just like, don't give me no fucking excuses. Well, the beat here, the look, does it slap or not? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> is it is it a fucking bop or not?
1: Yeah. Easy.
2: You know what I'm saying? And I and yeah. I felt myself doing that with the album. Like, well, I like this bar, these eight sections, that's super dope. That, right. It's like, look, man, do you like the record or not? Yep. You know, I guess no, and I'm like then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, it's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, it's, it's uh, that's good. That's what I was but-
1: saying. It felt like both him and Drake's albums just felt like they They know people are going to buy it and listen to it either way. And they're just playing the consumer for being like, y'all are going to buy this shit anyway, even if it's even if I'm not putting everything into it. So deal with it. Right. Yeah. Because it meets a it meets that minimum standard. Yeah. It's cruising altitude.
2: And I am like, but don't tell me you're putting your heart and soul in this. (laughs) Right. 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 Just tell me you're putting out a record. He built a a
1: scale model of his mother's house in a
2: stadium. That's how you know. And then he ascended to heaven in front of everyone remarried yeah. his divorced wife in front of everybody mm. so i'm like <laughs> oh okay yeah so i'm like the theatrics i get it but like okay man at the end of the day it's like was anthony bourdain he's like look man it's a burger mm-hmm. you right. can call this thing you can add whatever you look this is meat and buns you mm. could can, you can put whatever pineapples and all you can put whatever you want. fucking burger dog right Do you think Either he a good burger or not a good burger
0: do you think he is able to tell no, at this point that he dropped no. a turkey for the most part? No. Or a cod? He a good been. cod. Listen to
1: the way he's been
0: talking for the last few years. He's so
1: gassed right. up on his own shit and he has a ton of people, you know, perpetuating that around him that Yeah. I can't I, I would I would be really surprised if he said like yeah, that was super undisciplined. Like I should have waited. Like you know, but yeah, it's a it's a lesson, you know, for me as a creative because he talks like he's he's already has he has the whole fucking he's already thing. figured it out.
0: Yeah, he's I mean, he essentially out. did say that without putting it, accepting any blame for it. He was like, they put it out without my approval, so that's him being like, it's not, it's not. Where yeah, it but needs that's to like it wasn't done. That, like, reminds me like, I remember, like, it, like
1: in high school, like, our track team was really good, and there's this one kid who was talking all this shit about how he's good in the 200, and, like, he was going to smoke this yeah. other kid out of meat, and he knew out the blocks this guy fucking had his ass. So he pulled yeah, up, like, his tells- hamstring fucked up, and he's like, right. ah, yeah, ah, and he's like, yeah, nah, man, something happened, I, I would have had him, though. That's mm-hmm. what that that Kanye okay. line feels like. We're like, yeah, I wasn't ready, and they put it out. Yeah. Like, you no, know, you knew. You were just and talking then, a lot of yeah, shit.
2: It was. Even the baby was like... The baby's manager, cause he said, cause you know how like fools kept getting pulled off the record and all this. Oh, we're probably gonna talk about it later, but how that his manager, he was like, "Look, man, he put it out." His manager said he didn't approve the verse, that's why we pulled it out. His manager pulled a statement like, "Why in the hell would I take my artist off a of Kanye album? <laughs> right, right. Why right. would I do that? Like, right. right. What are you talking about? Of yeah. course we approved it, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm, and that to me, like that." That makes that tracks. Yeah, like right, Why yeah. would you why would you say no? Yeah. You know A, lot what saying?
1: yeah. A lot of foolery. A lot of foolery going
0: on. Do yeah.
1: you think so, that there
0: are seven good songs worth of shit on the album? Like if he had just cut it down? Because I was like my my initial reaction yeah. was like this is the, you know, Cheesecake Factory menu of, you know, just like just stuffing everything in there that they possibly yeah. could. And then like i, I, I think feel like he could like have got five. it to a
2: 12 yeah yeah he could have got it to like a, a 7 to 12 As yeah. i mean yes obviously artists is but it wouldn't opinion, have stood you know up with saying? his
0: best shit his best shit
2: i yeah. just yeah and then but then you say like yo like drop dropout late registration those are long ass records yeah you know true. what i'm saying yeah, so i get that he's like true. well that's what i do you right. know what i'm saying and i'm like yeah but they you didn't miss on those like right, i don't yeah. know i don't know what to say bro you didn't miss yeah yeah because Dark Fantasy yeah. was
1: only thirteen, so yeah. you know he he can he can go between them all. But he can I can do know. it. I think I think yeah. the I think like we were talking about last week, Jack. It's just that the Spotify shit has completely changed how people look at it's an album and like what it means yeah. to listen and chart and all that. So now it's just like gaming yeah. a computer yeah, yeah. algorithm. Yeah, it's not about the art anymore. It's not about the bars. It's not about the beats.
0: Do you have thoughts it, on the Drake album,
2: I haven't uh, listened to a single Drake album in 15 years. No, I'm kidding. All right. uh, nah, I haven't heard it yet. I Yeah, okay. for real, I haven't yeah, heard yeah. Drake's record yet. You know, and I mean, it's like, it's kind of like, my suspicion is it's going to be a bunch of singles. They'll all work. You know what I'm saying? It'll mm. be, it'll, it'll be great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing. It's like, it's going to be great. It's
1: it's right. candy. I'm even strong. I mean, I did the junior high version of going through an album where it's like if it's not connecting in three seconds, I'm hitting skip. And yeah. I got to I got to the fifteenth track pretty quick and just listening <laughs> yeah. to the album like that. And I was like, nah, well But then he put then they all, all then all these people put out songs in between albums that you're like, That should have just been on your fucking album. Right. Yeah. Rather than like that song's some great. loose mixtape stuff, but it is what it yeah. is. What
0: yeah. What is
2: something you think is underrated pro Oh, three stacks. Andre Mm -hmm. 3000. But that's what immediately I was like, I hate that he's not on everyone's top five. And I absolutely come from, I'm like keepers of the flame, old guard. You know, you don't rap over your lyrics. Like when you say freestyle, you mean freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like I come from. Lyrical miracle. That's where I come from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Empirical, um, lyrical miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I come from that. Quasar spinning polesars. Right. 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 Having said that, it's like, but Andre can do that, and he can do, Drake. Like he can do he he can do it all. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and he's got that Kendrick thing that even his singles are lyrical. Like, right. you're still rapping your ass off. You know what right. I'm saying? And it's emotional and like, so like, my personal, everybody got their top five. I mean, there's some top five that's like undisputed. You know, you can't talk like J.M. Pac Nas Big. Like, this, this, you can't, this is, it's undisputed. Like, there's no mm-hmm. other, I get it. But like, for myself, I'm like, I just, Barrel Monch, Andre 3000. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't three stacks black thought like these dudes where you're just like, why? Why are they not Mount Rushmore? You know what I'm saying? So like for me, like three stacks to this day, I will scream on the top of a mountain that like y'all not giving him his flowers. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if it's because
1: you know Andre isn't like you know like a cipher rapper like those other guys you're yeah. talking are, who yeah. is just coming straight for the bars and just coming for your neck in a battle kind of person. Because he really gives he he gave it a like more of an art form. Like yes. you know, I feel like Kendrick will look at what Andre did and realize that there's a lot more that you can do with rapping than merely just having great you know metaphors and things like that. Yes. Because I think one of my favorite uh Andre songs is a life in the day of Benjamin Andre I love yes. that song from yes. the love below I've and it's such a non-single but yes yeah. does his storytelling game is so fucking just on point Yo. and it's laser focused that I was like this there's not even a fucking like a real hook on this song and yes. he's just destroying it so yeah for me I'm like he, he's he's using the palette of rap in a much different way than a lot of other MCs yes. are. And I think
2: that's what, I think most people don't, like, I don't think articulate enough about what makes him exceptional. Exactly. Nailed it. The, on the Idlewild record that everybody missed is the album they yeah. did going yeah. on with the movie. He got a song called Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> the fear of clocks. And, it, <laughs> and he talking about, he talking about just being afraid of running out of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how you? This man is like. Did anybody? It's like y'all come look at this. Like that's the way I felt. <laughs> right, right, I'm like, right. are y'all hearing this? Am I, I'm not. I know I'm not crazy. This right. is brilliant. And yeah, it's a like. anyone would skip it. You,
0: right? You'd yeah. skip did, it
2: because it's, you would. It's not a single.
0: Yeah. I feel like the like the he can just say whatever he wants on a yes. on a song like the the rhyming is almost like it's just being done automatically like it, he's yeah. not having to like force any rhymes, it's just he's saying whatever the fuck he wants to say it's like he definitely feels like the only person who like when you look at a written verse you're like yeah. nobody else could
2: have done that no one could have done this yeah on this mm-hmm. on this on this song that leaked it's like i usually because like you said i'm a poet i'm a rapper my first thought always when i see a song see a concept i'm like how would i approach that Mm. And sometimes where I'm going, how would you approach that? And I'm like, mm. I know what this fool finna do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, people mm-hmm. got like, it's like most most rappers are like a five, four to five trick pony. Like, I know what you're going to talk about. Right. This dude, the idea of saying, I'm talking to Kanye's mom and asking him to go find my mom in heaven. Because I got some mm-hmm. questions for her. Like, where you coming from? right. <laughs> How'd you think of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. He's not even trying. It's like it's like it's like he's not even trying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hold out
0: hope that a uh, solo album's coming? Or are you happy with the, the features?
2: I love it. It's almost like that's even more why I think he's so goaded that he's just like I'll rap when I feel like it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You Nothing know what I'm to prove. Like, yeah.
1: His yeah. energy is truly of someone who doesn't. His ego isn't threatened at all by people at maybe all. not publicly acknowledging. He truly like he lives from his inside and just projects that outward the outside does not inform his inside and that's true you know self-actualization true self-worth is to know that no matter what is happening exists outside of you that has in no way will interrupt or cause chaos to what you are you know you you know and live and breathe as an artist or person
0: Mm. yes all right let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about texas And we're back, and, you know, I think some people were looking to the official channels of power a- after Texas functionally banned abortion, and, like, are y'all going to do something? Which I think is natural. Merrick Garland said the DOJ will help protect clinics that are under attack as they find a way to remedy the effects of Texas's abortion ban, Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren are calling for the filibuster to get stomped out, but that's just doesn't seem like there's any movement on that front.
1: Yeah, and we have heroes like Caitlyn Jenner who are like, "I agree with what's happening in Texas." You're like, nobody asked you to sit down. Right. Listen, a lot of Republicans have been really quiet too. Yeah,
0: right. Because that's a landmine. They, they know it's a yeah. loser. Yeah, they yeah. know it's a yeah. loser, and but that's the problem is the Democrats know it's a winner, and so they're not going to do anything other than kind of let it let it burn
1: well yeah that's like anything it's like oh let's find a, an issue that will motivate people and in the interim allow yeah. people to die because we're not going to address it immediately and just draw it out yeah. to motivate votes and then we'll act like we didn't know what the fuck y'all were talking about when we win the yeah. election
0: <laughs> this is right. kind of yeah. the pattern
1: we're seeing and yeah i think everyone was trying to figure out how to help in their own way we talked about just generally like this is a time for people to be a little more in touch with your activist side to figure out how you can factor into mutual aid networks, how you can factor in to offer your skills or materials that you may have to help in service of movements like this to protect each other. Because as we're seeing, leaderships are doing it too slowly. And it's just really wild to see just all the different ways that this has come out. Like, first the site itself had to keep like you know the, the the like the bounty website where people could go like report you know suspected abortion activity essentially for the ten thousand right. dollar whatever gift card to Costco whatever they're giving out that like <laughs> that Stupid. site they they had to, they had to find a new server like a hosting service because GoDaddy was like nope sorry then epic was like another one that they went to that usually hosts like trash problematic places they're like nope so they've had trouble trouble just generally uh, hosting the infrastructure, but then yeah. the young people were also coming through. Uh, there's this one guy on TikTok who kind of went viral. His name's Sean Black, uh, Black underscore Madness 21, because he wrote like an algorithmic script. Like he wrote a script basically to just spam the website with a bunch of fake nonsense tips to, you know, gum up the works. So I just want to play this because it just it's just wild to see, like, you know, how every, even people who, love their computers and are just trying to contribute, are sharing this information and it's leading to a lot of movement.
2: Okay, so here's the update. Unfortunately, the IP banned me, found out this morning. So when I access the site, it gives me something that looks like this. But before that, I was able to get about 245. So right
1: now, he's walking through like, just all the code and what he's been able to do to spam this website.
2: You may be asking yourself, what is that? He
1: made an Iowa shortcut.
2: Well, it picks a random city, county and Texas zip code and all the other information. Puts it in the form automatically submits it. So if you go to the website from your iOS device, this is the web page with the form. You click the share button, you click the shortcut, it automatically sends the form.
0: Yeah, it like then refresh the page and give you the option step. to
2: do it again. It's like five seconds. Damn,
1: man. So, yeah, this young man said, Hey, I have dump this iOS script and you'll fuck their website up. The, the kingdom come. And a lot of people have been hopping on. There was this. He said he was inspired by this other woman's TikTok to just be like, "Fuck it, just go in there and put some dumb shit." Just say Greg Abbott is in there and say the accusation is his ass stinks. Mm. (laughs) Yes, like keep force them to go through all this shit. But you know that that was this young man's version to just figure out. Hey, you know what? This seems like an easy way to spam a website. Here's how you You can make it hard for them.
2: Yes, Gen Z is undefeated. I'm like, if you were, these people were born on the internet. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. They've, you just yeah. can't. We merely playing it. We're playing it. Like, there's right. there are people that just you're just too good at the internet. And I'm like, just seeing the idea that that dude figured out. I'm like, they're too good at the internet. There's just you can't. <laughs> I think about people trying to like, who's who 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 am I thinking about? Uh uh, Lil Nas X. He's just too right. good at the internet. Like, there's yeah. just it's
0: an extension of him. I feel like it's yes. not Miles. You said like people who love their computers, uh, but I feel like it's more just like a, an extra extension of their person that they're just like it's, able to,
2: yeah, just think as in. easy as it yeah. is for me to manipulate my fingers on my hand. Like that's right, right. them with the internet. It's just this is you're right. It's an extension. I am hardwired. They can just do it, you know, and, and, and the idea that that's the way they chose to like, this is my activism. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make me feel like a T1 Terminator. I'm like the right. straight, uh, yeah, I'm the Schwarzenegger version. These kids is liquid. Like just, yeah, it's incredible, bro. Yeah. Like that's that it's- level of brilliance. Yeah, because they're almost like the closest I came to it
1: was being like in Madden, like on Super Nintendo, when you knew, oh man, this play works every fucking time. Yeah, like right? it just that's tells the closest. It. I've I've done every fucking. Pl- I've played the game enough to know this mother. For whatever reason, it's a glitch and it works.
0: That's how a lot of yeah. these people
1: understand the internet, where they're like, oh yeah, yeah. nothing's a problem because I can I can make whatever I need to happen just yes. fucking happen. And yeah, there and it is again to see that sort of energy being taken into something like this. You love to see it. Um, One other group, though, uh, quickly, that has decided to get, you know, throw their weight around in this uh, debate over abortion access is the Satanic Temple. Um, They are using, you know, their IRS recognized religious status to challenge the bill as well. And they're saying that their followers have a right to an abortion because it's part of their religion. Uh, They said, quote, the Satanic Temple stands ready to assist any member that shares its deeply held religious convictions regarding the right to reproductive freedom. Uh, accordingly, we encourage any member who resides in Texas and wishes to undergo the satanic abortion ritual within the first 24 weeks of pregnancy to contact the satanic temple. So we may help them fight this law directly. They've done this kind of stuff in the past too, because yeah. they're saying like, well, if that's a religion, then this is also the deal. Yeah. Like where they said, if you're going to have 10 Commandments stuff in the Capitol building, I think it was in Missouri or somewhere like they yeah, used to yeah, have yeah. Baphomet in there too. Yeah. Just to um, keep it funky, you know, cause if we're going to represent all religions, right. Um, yeah. And you know, point. this is so, more of a point than like, I think, a real yeah. true legal challenge. But everyone is sort of, again, even talked about, well, if if this is the case, if we're going to this heartbeat bill and we're going six weeks as the cutoff, then is that going to affect uh, like, you know, uh, child support and things like right. that? Because if we're really going to yeah. go there, are we really going to go there? I, mean...
2: I, I I find it. I, I have to put on I have to put on uh, my my theological hat here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the history and theology like you know understanding that evangelicals weren't always anti abortion like that's they weren't always that that was a political moment which i know is like anathema to um like a, a modern conservative christian to think that like right. there was a time that y'all ain't think like this Mm-hmm. But to even more again, now I'm putting my theology hat on. Once upon a time I considered seminary, mainly okay. because I just I just like learning. I just find mm-hmm. everything I was I was like, man, I'ma finish the seminary, then I'm gonna go to this Muslim one, then I'm gonna go to this Buddhist one. I just I just think it's interesting. Um anyway, deep cut went back in to make sure I wasn't tripping, but there was an old law in the book of Numbers in the in the Hebrew Bible Old Testament numbers chapter five verses 11 through the end of the chapter where if a man suspected his wife like creeped on him and he was overcome as the scripture says with the spirit of jealousy he could take mm-hmm. her to the to the priest, right and make her swear an oath that I ain't do nothing, right? And mm. what the priest would do was make this concoction, they said that would taste bitter in her soul, right? As to if she was telling the truth, this concoction would just run right through her. But if she's lying, it's going to abort the child. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> that, that you're supposed to drink this water mm-hmm. that's going to induce an abortion. Yeah. I mean, it's in the law, right? And right, then the right. law says that after that, the man is free, he's forgiven, and she has to bear the iniquity. And I'm like, so you telling me, tell me, abortion's in the Bible, right? That's so, so. I, 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 part of me feels like I don't know, if, I don't know if anybody ever read this thing. Actually, you know, right. like that, this, <laughs> it's some shit in here. It's real you selective, real selective. Yeah, but I'm like, I just don't think I don't think y'all ain't ever read this shit. Like it's in there. And now, granted, we still talking about ancient people. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt in the sense that, like, you know, they ancient yeah. number one <laughs> and number two. Most of the other most of the other tribes would have just killed the lady. Right. So, right. And y'all you know saying so at least they say, well, just abort the child. Like, but right. I'm saying, what I'm trying to tell you is, if you want to talk biblical, right? Yeah, you know what and- I mean, like. I'm gonna need you to unpack the way you thinking about this. Uh, it's just, it's just one of those like, just kind of, just kind of putting that in there. I don't, yeah. I don't know what this has to do with the law, but I just like, hey, actually, before you start saying, you know, what I'm saying, this where your God stand. Mm-hmm. I need you to like. I do feel like... Understand the complexities of the way for which your God has approached this topic.
0: Yeah, I do feel like a lot of Baptists would be on board with a a woman's right to choose is between her husband and his priest. I feel like they could get get on board with that. They might be down with that one. Yeah, because it's not the the actual procedure that bothers them. It's the lack of control over... I feel like in a lot of situations, but... Just a couple highlights from the story. The... Texas right to life claimed. So after people started spamming them with Shrek porn and uh, other, like, uh, you know, false claims, they said, we have it all under control. We anticipated this real confidently, like a action movie villain at the end of the first act. And then, uh, <laughs> Hey, they, so that's when they blocked people from outside the U S and that's when a single teenager was able <laughs> to find the workaround for that. And also shout out to Gizmodo's Shoshana Wudinski, who pointed out that it violated GoDaddy's terms of service. So right. Texas Right to Life also, by the way, exposed the private info of 300 job applicants, which was stored in an unprotected Jeez. directory on its website. So just not the not the best of any of this. So once GoDaddy kicked them off, they went to the dude who his name is literally Rob Monster, he oh runs a website service <laughs> company called epic yeah. and calls itself the swiss bank of the domain industry but really they're just like they enable white supremacy yeah. they like when GoDaddy shut down gab they came to the rescue and helped uh, host a gab after the synagogue shooter yeah parlor as well but even rob monster wouldn't host the snitch site after receiving complaints they found the Sheesh. site violated their terms of use and it was shut down so
2: i yeah. i really wonder like who who thought the snitch site was like I, i'm like this is an honest question like why would y'all think this was a good idea like i just who would think of this
0: this happens all the time in my experience in like southern baptist communities like talking about mm-hmm each other and like the other person's sins so i wonder if like within the people who are part of the uh, anti-choice movement if they are you know they it just seems more natural to them seems like a a better idea to them than the rest of the world
2: right yeah
0: All right, let's move on to where we're at with unemployment in the U.S. I know like in the in the mainstream media, there's a lot of headlines about U.S. misses its jobs number for fucking whatever, August. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Whatever month we just lived through. And so that that's going to filter down to us in some sort of probably inhumane policy but we you know we've also in the past talked about how other countries are experimenting with a four day work week and having great results
1: yeah it's just it's just wild to see like when i'm scrolling news headlines one thing will be like you know scotland also now participating in pilot program for four day work week and then the next one is like 7.5 million people will lose some or all of their unemployment benefits yeah. and the just difference in Just the basics on how we look at employment and working Mm. and the culture around work and what it means for like the actual human beings. Because yeah, like we've talked about this a lot. How much like we love we love a four day work week around here. Like as an idea, I mean, Mm. it makes sense. Of course, whatever is more efficient is what should be happening because that allows people to live more of their lives with their families or their passions or whatever it may be. And you know, the last thing we saw was like this. Huge study that was, like, years long that said, hey, man, we're having a real hard time finding an excuse why a 32-hour work week wouldn't be good for people. Right. And yeah. most recently, I think in 2019, in Japan, Microsoft Japan, again, Japan is fucking, you want to talk about work culture where, like, you know, Japan is one of a few places people, like, in a modern country or developed country where people die from overworking, like an yes. office job and, like, that kind of exhaustion – So for Japan to kind of even engage with like, maybe there's a better way to do this. I was like, okay, well, what's going on? So Microsoft, they gave twenty their like all their employees, twenty three hundred of them in Japan specifically. They said you can choose like your own, you know, flexible work style that's going to kind of come out to a four day work week. And let's just see if there would be something good that comes out of it. They fucking had a 40 percent increase in productivity. And then like exponential growth in people's like feelings of positivity and like just feeling better about their quality of life just because they had the flexibility to figure out how they could work in a a more efficient way. They even said, look, we're not even going to have fucking meetings that are more than 30 minutes. Like, let's really figure out how to make things as efficient as possible. In the US, we've had a, a congressperson introduce a bill that he's saying like, yeah, in America, we should look at a 32 hour work week. We really need to do it because all of the yeah. data we have supports this move. And again, as he says, shorter work week would benefit both employers and employees alike. Pilot programs run by governments and businesses across the globe have shown promising results. Productivity climbed. Report People reported better work-life balance, less need to take sick days, heightened morale, and lower child care expenses because people had more times with their families and children. It's just all fucking there. But we won't do it. And meanwhile... You know, you juxtapose that with what we're looking at in the U.S., which is cut the benefits to force someone into a situation where they have to take a job that they don't want because, yeah, that's where we're at. That's the that uh, currently the like the philosophy or at least a lot of the economic analysts are like, well, we have eight and a half million people unemployed and we have 10 million job openings. So I think that's going to fit. Fucking problem. You know, yeah, that's going to fit like a fucking glove. And we continue to see that that's not the case. And we still get these same dumb fucking fake ass talking points or the unemployment benefits are making people lazy and shit like that. And th- there was a new new research came out for every eight workers who lost benefits. Only one found a job. So even people who lost job like lost jobs, they were having trouble finding the work that was actually relevant to them. They said the leading reasons why unemployed aren't taking jobs have little to do with government money and everything to do with health and economic crisis, childcare, scarcity and cost fear of getting or spreading COVID-19 and taking care of someone with the disease or getting sick themselves, according to the survey. And we're kind of like stuck in this loop of like just only measuring our success based on shareholder value. It's so
0: toxic the way that the mainstream media covers this shit because it like, these are people making the best decisions for their health, for their ability to survive. It's the same shit with the the unhoused population. It has gone down, yeah. but they're more conspicuous now because they're not going to shelters anymore because they know that shelters are deadly because there are COVID outbreaks there uh, in a lot of yeah. cases. And so they're living on the streets and accumulating things that they need to live on the streets. So now you are seeing the unhoused population in your community much more than you used to and the like it's not being covered as like yeah of course they're doing that because that's what is saving their lives like that's what it's just being covered yeah. like well this is disgusting mm-hmm. like it's a problem and like the same with like people not going back to work it's like turned into laziness instead of you don't want to be out in like a a place a that doesn't sucker. respect your fucking like yeah. abil- like your health mm-hmm. like right, especially right now while we're living through a global pandemic. Yeah, but the like that's everywhere. Like yeah, t- across the center.
2: Yeah, we did an episode on We the Royal We. I did mm-hmm. an episode on Hood Politics about the ending of these unemployment benefits and what what Miles brought up as far as like the theory being. Well, if you're getting free money, why would you go back to work? And how, that's just not playing out. Like the mm-hmm. the the owner of um, what's the job Monster was was the the yeah, job monster.com. site. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like, we just not seeing it in the states that y'all ended it early. Who's ain't applying for jobs? And I when we did that episode, they was uh what was in the news then was like Applebee's was offering free appetizers or if you came to get an interview. And to me, it's like, to your point, Jack, like when you think about economic models, like economy models, you know, sociological trends, it's like, I just, there's this weird, like, but are y'all talking to actual people though? No, no. Because like, yo, models... And who are you modeling it by? I remember in economics, I remember my undergrad, you had they had the 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 average man was like what you what you modeled all of your economic models on. Mm-hmm. But like that's not a real person. You know right. nobody has nobody actually has 2.5 kids. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. that's not a person. So mm-hmm. it's like how you modeling your whole model and what you telling me things is happening based on a human that don't exist if you just actually talk to a human that exists this shit makes perfect sense why would i go back to his job you had a year off on a job to realize this job was some bullshit i was tired all the damn time Mm -hmm. i ain't like the work and you ain't pay me enough why the hell would i go back right Right? right. like did just like this just seems so easy like or if you an employer just go I wonder why nobody's coming, giving, getting our jobs. Maybe we should offer appetizers, or maybe you should <laughs> offer ass. benefits, my nigga. Right. Like, right. how about pay them better? How about right. treat people better? Why you think? Yeah, and just like yeah, the homeless thing. It's just like it's like y'all not talking to actual people. The shit makes sense if you just talk to actual people.
1: Right. right. Yeah. Because everything is is done on a balance sheet, and that's right. why it's so violent because it doesn't yeah. take into account people's humanity. They just look at. Well, eight and a half million people with no jobs. I got 10 million jobs opening. The recovery is only a matter of time. But it's, it's right there for it's not you. That, yeah, they're not just. Yeah, it's just the idea They're You know, they're not just looking at it at, as humans. They can't do it. There's no nuance to it. It's not eight and a half yeah. million desperate people. You know what I mean? It's and they're not seeing it. It's not. This is not eight and a half million people where uh, maybe many of them need to take care of a sick child. Or having yeah. a parent they have to take care of. It's definitely the way they look at it. It definitely can't be someone who's living in a region where housing and food insecurity is like a real threat. Yeah. It certainly isn't somebody who is going through an emotionally trying time because they've lost a yeah. lot of loved ones and a job. Yeah. And it's an omni crisis for this, this person because yeah. it's easier just to say, well, this number, plus this number equals problem solved. Right. But that works only for a little bit because now you're just seeing yeah. all of the blood and carnage that comes out of treating people like fucking numbers and not as human beings with yeah. their individual needs that have to be taken into consideration yeah
0: and it's not accurate and and it's becoming less and less so like uh on it could happen here the uh your fellow cool zone media podcast yes. the daily show with Robert Evans. Uh,
2: our lebron th- james yeah.
0: <laughs> Robert's
2: are LeBron James. We get it. There
0: you it. go. Okay. <laughs> uh, but they, they interviewed an economist who was saying yeah. that now that everything is fucked, basically, now that we are living in a, you know, post-normal world where, like, everything from temperatures to uh, disease spread to, you know, the, the environment are no yeah. longer at a point of equilibrium, that they call it, like... You need to be thinking about the economy as the way that like desert environmentalists think about the desert, which is like if you if you average the temperature of a desert, it's going to give you like 70. But that's because it drops to 40 and then goes up to 110 in the morning. But like economists are working on it from an average and Mm -hmm, it's just not going to it's not going back to average any any time soon. Yeah.
2: I think when I when I another one of my past lives, when I when I was teaching high school, I taught in like this the school was like right smack dab in between sort of three different like hoods. And there was a little boys and girls club that was like across the street from the school. And I remember my the ad the administration put together this total like tutoring and after school program. They I mean Boy, when I tell you they was breaking their arms, patting themselves on the back with this uh this little after school program they did, this enrichment for these you know these inner city kids who mm-hmm. you know need these programs, and for the life of them, I remember sitting in this meeting. Me and the, I remember the vice principal was he was from Compton, so we we used to just look at each other during these meetings and just be <laughs> like, what are, what are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they but, don't know where they are. They don't know where they are, right? Mm-hmm. So. They would make yes, they and just just so confused. I remember these people just being so befuddled as to why students that they thought needed this wouldn't come. Why aren't they in that part and, of the? And I'm like, I'm that part of town, like ex- you. I didn't even have to finish it. Yeah, I didn't even have right. to finish it.
1: The you know what you saying? Said I'm saying? I'm just like, like,
2: it's there for them.
1: It's like you, wow. Like,
2: you okay? You trying to ask this kid to walk through Fallujah? You know what I'm right. saying? To go to like. Like nah, like it just, just the fact that like, I I just don't understand why I have to tell you this. Like you work here, you talking mm. to the same students I'm talking to. Like I don't understand what you don't understand. Like what is you looking at? And like you said, you looking at documents. You're saying, well, the average temperature is seventy degrees, and it's right. like. Exactly. Oh, okay. it's, it's equidistant
1: not... for many of the students who would it's be served by right. yeah. this facility. Exactly. So yes. it's easy to walk to. I I, I, I <laughs> yes. don't understand. Oh, we're wait. off for snacks? Yeah.
2: I'm like, <laughs> wait, what
1: does it mean to go on the other side of Hyde Park? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're yeah. out here like, huh? It's, it's really. Yeah. yeah and I, again, it's because we don't have. We're not taking into account people's humanity. Yeah. We have yes. people who look at fa- human life as facts and figures. And we just yes. can't. We, we're. It's just it's wild to I think all of us, because even in the situation you're talking about or we're talking about, if you speak to people and understand yes. what the threat, the threats are to their well-being, then you can yeah. actually make a better decision rather than just like this brutal fucking math of like eight and a half yeah. million fucking people, no jobs, 10 million jobs, cut the fucking we're benefits we're off, and let's see what yeah. happens. Because the first thing in this research that was done, too, they said when people's benefits get cut off. The first thing isn't that they go looking for a job, they start tightening up and they start spending yeah. less. That's what happens. That's yeah. the first thing people do not go say, OK, well, now I guess I'll take a job that will not acknowledge my offer me any dignity or anything or acknowledge yeah. my humanity. And I'll go back to this yeah. old way. So, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's tough. And then like and then also here, I, I also have, I have people who I know who are like, well, it's different. I have a small business and things like that. And well, then you should be advocating for Medicare for all. Right. Hell yeah. Think about it. Exactly. Those aren't costs. Those aren't costs you would have to have anymore because that shit would be covered. And I know that's a huge that's a huge item that a financial burden as an employer is providing those things. So then get on yes. board because you can make it easier for yourself, too. And, I, and I'm not trying to say it's all that simple, but we really need to begin to shift how we look at the most basic issues and and put humanity at the forefront or, or people's individual experience to understand how to give
2: people the yeah. best outcomes with these policies. I love how you even add, like, just the, this is in your own best interest situation. It's like, if you got employees, happy people stick around. Hmm. Like, I want you to like it here. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I don't understand. Like, that's to your benefit. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, when I think about, like, my assistant that, you know, I pay, like, I pay her what I pay her because I don't want her to leave. Right, she's good at her job. So I'm like, okay, well, what's it gonna take for you to be for you to have to go be somebody else's assistant to make ends meet? Because I'm like, I can't afford that. I need your attention. So I'm gonna pay you enough to make sure your attention's here. And if you say if you tell me that's a problem, like, hey, I'm gonna need a little more. We moving to this? Then like, all right, let's figure it out. Because I can't afford to lose you. Like, it don't make. I'm not going to be like, well, you should be lucky. I'm letting you like, nah, like even on a selfish situation, that's what I'm saying. Even in my own self-interest, it makes sense to be like, oh, you telling me, you telling me insurance is off my books? It's on the state's books? Hell yeah. Right. I ain't got to pay for it. Okay, cool. Let's go. You know, like, y'all, they tripping, man. I don't understand why nobody. It just seems so logical, like you said. Right. And it's, and I think because we're, we have so much
1: propaganda that we're hit with constantly that it's, it takes a lot of time, effort to even look yeah. past all that shit and try and see the things for what they are. And it's, yeah. it's tough for a lot of people. But until we really yeah. get there, I mean, we're going to just keep making these
0: same mistakes. I mean, the, yeah, I, mean, I will just say that it's, you know look at jeff bezos like i you know there there's the examples where it's better it's uh, more sustainable for society but we also have a world's richest man that the last 25 years have created whose primary innovation was treating people like shit so mm-hmm. like the the rewards are there for the people who do the short term thinking and just grind it until the wheels fall off and like and then they get to go to space and when they go to space, it gets covered five times as much as fucking climate change. Yes. So it's just it's it's a large social problem of like what what we reward with our attention and what we mm-hmm. reward with like the the rewards in our in our culture.
1: Yeah. We have to redefine what ballin is. Yeah. And ballin should just be providing for your community. That's ballin. Yeah. You know, not exploiting the people that work for you so you can take off on a spaceship. That's, that's like early 2000s balling. And, you know, (laughs) I think we don't, we're not connecting like how much, how much good comes out of people having empathy. (laughs) And that that is truly something that, you know, I wish societally we could reward people with more for having that at the forefront of the things that they do.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's take another quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And like we said, we do like to check in with the uh, sperm of the unvaccinated every once yep, in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like listeners know the last few weeks, we've <laughs> we've been letting them know about how unvaccinated sperm will be the new crypto, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the new gold standard. Yep. You know, the anti-vax crowd gave us this theory. It should be noted. Uh, this mm-hmm. did not come about via you know, independent research. It is a theory yes. that was created by the scientific minds that brought you taking horse dewormer. Horse pills. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But well, yeah. Yeah. So I mean let, let's run through it real quick again why all our sperm is trash because yeah, we got all our sperm excited. is
1: trash because if you know Bill Gates, he's behind the whole depop global depopulation fucking movement. Gotcha. He's the fucking architect of this shit. And gotcha. his whole thing is that Look, don't get it because he's trying to kill everybody and depopulate the earth. So it's only about like 500 million or whatever number they think is whatever the goal for these people. And then because of that, people that are unvaccinated will have the most sought after sperm because they don't have Bill Gates, Microsoft shot. And and it didn't turn their sperms into becoming Mr. Clippy asking if you need assistance when you're using a Word document. So speak for yourself. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hi, do you need some help? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> the fuck is this? But yeah, it's, it's a terrifying is the image. <laughs> yeah, because P- that's a weird shape. This <laughs> yeah. theory has been well and truly debunked, mostly because. It seemed to be more of a wish they were holding out for, like, to yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, man, that's the other thing that could be really cool if we're not vaccinated. Then like,
0: all their wives are going to want to fuck us. <laughs> it's right. like,
2: okay. <laughs> we, got a,
1: we got that good sperm. So uh, <laughs> uh, Robin Pananke <laughs> <laughs> well, at Wonket just did a little thinking. She's like, well, I know that we know that this is bullshit because they're pointing like they're really like the dumbest headlines to say that this is proof of, you know, like a yeah. whole conspiracy. And said, I wonder if there's any research on what ivermectin does to sperm, because that's their big miracle drug. And I'm curious that for all this energy about being sterile, have they even done a little bit of uh, intra- uh, just research into ivermectin? Well, she did. I don't know what's in it. She found this study and it said this from the results obtained. It is evident that ivermectin therapy. Again, I just want to say this is from a study that was done on human beings because we know it's made for animals. But this is on a narrow study where there was a human application of ivermectin for a certain illness, Uh, not COVID. But again, this is what happened when human beings were taking ivermectin. Quote, it is evident that ivermectin therapy has has significant adverse effects on the sperm functions of male onchocerciasis patients. That's the the illness uh, that were being treated. There was a significant reduction or drop in the sperm counts of the patients after their treatment with ivermectin. Furthermore, the study showed a significant and remarkable drop in the sperm motility of the patients after their treatment with ivermectin. As for the morphology of the sperm, there was a rise in the abnormal sperms after treatment compared with the morphology before the commencement of treatment. These changes, no doubt, are, are as results of the effects of the drug on the sperm function of the patients. Mm. So. Oh, my God. While y'all are out here with your other just recent again, because I don't know what this is all in a I fucking just, effort <laughs> to feel right about what you believe. But the shit is also yeah. right there saying this it could and will fuck your sperm up. They also said they recommend caution in the use of
2: ivermectin in animals meant for breeding. Mm. OK, so that's already on the, that's already on the on the box is. Hey, this thing messes up breeding, so maybe y'all shouldn't y'all shouldn't take this. Just this yeah, if they're meant to be bred, uh, maybe slow down on the ivermectin. It's but absolutely amazing. This
1: is just like the, it's just the irony of it is it's, it's so fucking weird and cruel. I don't even know like to laugh and just like this is it's just so weird that we go further. It's so Weird. I was talking with my friend right, and it's just like our, I feel like we're looking at this another realignment of society. You know. Like on some level, yeah. like, like since the fucking enlightenment or something where it's really that where people are departing in different directions on what they believe is are what our society means, like is meant to be or not meant to be just the nature of our relationship to science. There's just like all that. And it's and because it, it, it goes deeper than political ideology because you have liberal people and conservatives who are kind of who will be on the same page with shit like this. Yeah. So. I'm curious to see what the effects of propaganda, plus this, obviously this pandemic has put people under tremendous stress, that yeah. it's triggered this, like, I don't know, like slow motion, I I don't Dude. know, I don't know what to call it, but it, it's, it's, it's a phenomenon
2: that I'm still having trouble, like, really getting my head around precisely what is happening. I, I mean, I'm telling you, it's like, I mean, you think Bill Gates is trying to depopulate I, in my mind, I'm like I feel like Earth is trying to depopulate the Earth. Mm. Like, right. It seemed yeah, like talking about that last time. Uh, yeah, Earth is doing its best, but yeah, I, I think you're I think you're hitting it on the head. Like a history nerd in me, like thinks back to like the Bronze Age and like the Sea People, whoever the hell they were, which really weren't just like one group of people, but how it like effectively reshaped Earth. You know, and like that, that, we were on this particular trajectory. I mean, it was like eleven seventy seven BC. Like the connectivity between, like, this is so weird to go all the way back to this, but I mean, like, there was like effectively the ancient version of like the G seven. There was like a global economy, like the world. I mean, this is high. Like, this is the golden age of what we consider antiquity, and then. Just and then it just stopped, you know, like it just collapsed. And a lot of that had to do a lot of people don't know is with climate change. People was running from their old places and then everybody got sick where they were getting copper. And when you got sick where you was getting copper, then that just messed up the whole global economy. Like it just and that was because of climate change. Like there was all these like and then there was these different new diseases started traveling because people got too connected. And it just over it just turned over earth and you know what I'm saying? And so when I think about moments in history that that has happened, it's like, you're right. It's like you, I, I, you've never, you've never had the wherewithal to sit in the middle of it and go like, I think we're in, I think we're in the moment, you know? And it feels like you're right. I feel like we're in it. It's like, what country in Europe hasn't collapsed? Right. Like they've Mm -hmm. all collapsed. It's all happened. You know what I'm saying? So you're just Mm -hmm. like, what's, it's about it's coming up guys it's gonna it's gonna happen I mean, you know
1: yeah or it's it's yeah. happened you know and there's yeah just a lot of there's just a lot of good paint on the top of this you know funky car wreck that it still looks like oh i think it's okay and you're like no it's it's there's yeah, a lot totally. of issues because there was a piece written by someone who uh like this uh er doctor who sort of saying like people need to actually talk about how the medical system has actually collapsed here you know like yes we're that's not being discussed enough. It's always like it's on the brink or things like that. But from his perspective as a doctor, he's like, when you have people dying in the waiting room of preventable illnesses that aren't COVID because just the way the entire system is set up to not actually like try and treat people as quickly as possible or as equitably as possible, that it leads to these kinds of just terrible, terrible things like someone who had like some kind of like pancreatitis thing going on and then he just died in the waiting room because he couldn't get to the you know medical intervention that he needed because of the ICU being overrun with covid patients and yeah it's there's just a lot to grasp at the moment and I think that's why I'm like I don't yeah. know if it's happening cuz th- uh, we we're looking at so many different issues simultaneously yeah. yeah but we're also seeing how people choose to address these issues too whether it's yeah. to completely ignore it or to k- kind of ignore it acknowledge it and other yeah. people want to go fully into it and try and do something but it's yeah yeah this is this has existed throughout many different phases of history totally. but there's just something different I don't know it just feels very different
2: yeah it's like with all the doom and gloom of just how weird this is and bizarre and like of the idea of saying that there's a a significant and countable number of society that would take a horse dewormer yeah. rather than An approved medicine made for humans. That would seriously, that that's not a joke. They really, Mm -hmm. this is really where they are. Like the the severity of that coupled with the, in my mind, just again, a longer view of history and like that, but there is an after that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like I said, like, like going back to like Europe as an example, there's still such thing as France. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still exists. You know what I'm saying? There's still such thing as Greece. Like these are still places you can visit, but it it went through a thing that you're like, I don't, don't want to go through whatever we're going through, but like it's like it's I it just feels like I just feel like we're playing Jenga here and just yeah. It's gonna yeah. fall, guys. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: It's yeah, it it seems like from a broad historical perspective like this is it like the you mentioned the enlightenment and like that was brought about by the printing press and like it feels like the internet is the opposite of the printing yeah. press because <laughs> mm-hmm. where it's like the printer printing <laughs> press taken to its like most logical illogical extreme where it's like the printing press was a engine that could run a certain At a certain RPM, and the internet is just like pushing it, and that's that's not a cool take. It's a fucking like Luddite Unabomber take, Mm -hmm. but it really feels like there's we're at a point where we need to figure out how to regulate how information is consumed, or I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know what what we seem to be uniquely
1: affected by it in this country. I mean, granted, there's anti-vax movements across. The, the the globe, but like here especially, yeah. like there's this combination of American exceptionalism plus yes. a slowly decimated education system over the last few decades, where we're not creating many critical thinking people, and we're mapping that on top of like this American identity, which is like fucking can't tell me nothing about shit. Yeah, and yeah. That is, it's 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 affecting us in a very specific way. It's a killer combo. And yeah, it, it's 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 just a. Yeah, I'm like, you know, what what is the next thing after this? Like, what yeah. happens when this phase of whatever we're in runs its course? Then what is born out of that? Are we going to pick up yeah. the pieces and try and do something different? Or is it just going to accelerate towards whatever the end path is for this?
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah. the, I, I talk a lot about how the inventor of the loudspeaker blamed himself for the rise of Hitler. The, yeah. you know, the Rwandan genocide radio stations played a huge part in the spreading of that and like we haven't yet gotten we've gotten like small pockets around the world of internet caused versions of that but i mean yeah that is like that's the danger right Mm -hmm. that like we need to and yeah america seems like one of the top candidates which is fucking terrifying yeah and we got the most guns for people yeah, yeah, to grab yeah. one. There you go. So yeah, it's just all yeah, the, you know.
1: Yeah. And I, you, you'd hope that this is where people begin to see what the problems are out there and and do what's right or try and improve things. And, I mean, like, I'm heartened yeah. by seeing things like, you know, that, like, a lot of Gen Z kids are being more and more interested in working in climate work, like, as a career yeah. than, like, any other generation. Yeah. So there's, yeah. you know things are moving but
2: yeah like everything is very much in flux in a way that yeah to be open to like attuned to yeah yeah to be open to have that type of imagination to say like i know that there's a world out there that's like possible and and i'm being real like flowery and poetic but like yeah like to imagine a better future that like Mm -hmm. sometimes does require almost all the time like a sort of divesting in the one we're in now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just having to like, look at the bits and pieces of there that are like, what's worth saving? What do we need to just like, take a big old eraser to and just be like, all right, maybe let's just go ahead and start over here, you know? Right, right. And having the guts to do it, you know? And, and the type of, again, like imagination to say that like, it doesn't have to be like this. It can be something else. I don't know what that, what else is, but I know it can be something else, you know? And I feel like, you know, to self-aggrandize, I feel like that's where the poets and the artists and now the podcasters (laughs) come in and, you know what I'm saying, is like help, like spark that imagination collectively about like what we can do to see this world better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well put. All right. Well, Prop, as always, so amazing having
0: you on TDZ. Where can people
2: find you and follow you? Prophiphop.com. We just released a uh like a, a like a virtual performance. it's like an hour-long poetry and rap thing interview. There's some cocktail recipes, coffee on there. That's at prophiphop.com. That's also all of my Twitter and Instagram handles, Prop Hip Hop. Hood politics pod on network. These are, as Sophie says, my pod fathers. Uh <laughs> so I am, am your pod child. Yeah, Here. yeah, there you the politics pod.
0: Yep. And is there a by the way, I do want to say that that for anybody who's lacking hope right now, the conversation we just had that ended with beautiful things said by both of you started as a conversation about a trash sperm. So, <laughs> you know, there's always there's always a chance that we can turn things around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, is That's there amazing. a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying?
2: Yes, yes, yes. And oh, man, it's a thread. And I was hoping y'all wouldn't cover it. And I'm so glad you haven't. Or maybe you (laughs) haven't. I missed it. But when the news came out that Del Curry was getting a divorce... (laughs) did y'all see this thread
0: i i think we mentioned it but we did not read through it uh i'm gonna read through this thing this is the greatest (laughs) so good it is is some of the best writing yeah some of the best writing anywhere
2: yeah i was like who is this guy sign him up now so (laughs) (laughs) so he quote tweets that del del and sonia curry are getting divorced after 30 plus years of marriage Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna read through it he say this is by let me tell y'all Steph Curry's dad, who is a former NBA player. Steph
0: Curry's mom, who is, you know, one of the most beautiful people. Just, yes.
2: Period. Yeah. (laughs) And And it's sad to laugh about this because, like, it's it's very possible Steph listens to the show. You know, and, like, you know, it's like you never want to make a mockery about somebody's parents divorcing. Right. And this thread is undeniably brilliant. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So he says, so this brother's name, Solomon, Missouri, that's his app mention. He says, let me tell y'all something. You don't want to be out here. You think you want to be out here because you're not out here. Next thread. When you get out here, you ain't going to want to be out here no more. Last time you was out here, out here was different. You think something better. I come to let you know. The best you're going to get is what you already got. I don't know why you don't want to do the work. You're going to come out here and you ain't going to like it. All they do is start a podcast and talk about plate fixing. 14 minutes, 14 minutes of being out here, you're going to start saying these females. If you can make it work, do so. You don't want to be out here learning TikTok dances and falling off of milk crates. (laughs) Love the wife of your youth. (laughs) They want, but listen, but they want rounds now. You better pray about coming out here. (laughs) You think it's a game to you in the middle of 60K people in a panty and she... (laughs) She pointing her finger at you, rapping all of some flow Millie lyrics. <laughs> you don't like? You, do you like turmeric? Do you like turmeric? Charcoal ice cream? You better learn to like it. <laughs> I'm not even done, y'all. Yeah, it
1: goes you on.
2: It goes on. You don't know nothing about Sneaky Link. You yeah. now you knocking on the door some 22 year old with three roommates cuz she got a side piece. You gonna be wearing hottie t-shirt by Thanksgiving. You better <laughs> ask your wife to forgive you. <laughs> You better go listen to lemonade and pray about it. You don't got the cholesterol to be out here. <laughs> oh you not eating, they not eating butter pecan no more. Bluebell ain't even out here. You gonna be chasing Cialis with Red Bull. You know what a group chat is? You better learn, because you finna be the subject. You know how to make a mimosa. <laughs> too low is 60% crab leg, 30% ice coffee and 10% vape pen. <laughs> but love, wherever we're wrong, go back and make it right. They pegging out here. <laughs> 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 they. T- I'm trying, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you. These people are the children of Rihanna born in the fires of chaos. <laughs> 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 Bruh. Okay, there's two more. He right. say. He's saying, you ready to leave your wife for 30 years till you wake up and your body's surrounded by rose quartz and moon water? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. My message uh, is simple. Dell Curry, go home and be a family man. Oh, man. Yeah. I just I love mean. It's
1: say, like, yo, these people are 60% crab. <laughs> 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 10% iced coffee and
2: 10% baked pen. They <laughs> it out here they <laughs> it out here but man not Smith. ready they say you're not ready. they was like they are the child, they are the children of Rihanna, oh, Rihanna. born in the fires of chaos I mean, uh, this oh is so my God, this man beautifully needs to write written. a book
0: Seriously. yes, that's the one. I mean, that was beautiful. Miles, where can yes. uh, people find you, and is there a tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Yeah, find me Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, the other podcast, if you like ninety day, check out Four Twenty Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra and I. So, uh, a couple of tweets I like. First one is from Michael Benjamin at MF Benji tweeted, "Some of you have huge. I have married parents vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cruel, uh, uh, I know that vibe. I get it. <laughs> you're right. Just yeah, you're like, the environment. Right. You're like, why?" You're like, I bet, them check their feed. Watch their parents are together on Christmas, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, at Shelby the Clown tweeted, you're not that dog's parents. That dog has parents that are also dogs. And you took him away from them.
2: Mm, let's be real.
1: <laughs> Just love that sentiment.
2: Yeah.
0: Let's see. <laughs> Certified hater boy tweeted, I can't with this Lil Nas X. Back in my day, rappers were hard like Tupac, who were a nose ring and leather bustier and went to art school for ballet. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website Daily where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what are we sending people to go listen to?
1: Okay, so again, just like I said uh, yesterday, one of the best albums that came out last week is that from Little Sims from the UK. One of my favorite artists that I've, you know, I was sleeping on for far too long. Her new album is just fantastic but this is a track with a new track from her called point and kill featuring a uh, bong jr like you know this has like really great just african rhythms but also in like the and the vocal stylings are like super on point point. and again Lil sims just makes fantastic music and she's so solid as an mc so like when she starts rapping you're gonna be like oh my god that shows fucking fever what the mm. f- how did that how did that just go by me so i'm gonna just keep caping for Lil sims uh, so right. check oh, out like Lil that. Sims, Point and Kill.
0: All right. Go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. But we are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.